Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Lucky O'Brien on Twitch, and we are joined today by our co-host, fellow non-turkeys, Barry. How you doing, you jive-ass brothers? <laughs> and Isaiah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Today's episode is on a discourse in Greek and Roman mythology, Black Dynamite. Our email is pointyhackass at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments, as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. Once again, the email is pointyhackass at gmail.com. Black Dynamite was released in October 2009 in the U.S. It was directed by Scott Sanders. The screenplay was written by Michael J. White. Is it J. White or Jai? Jai. I believe it's Jai. Jai? Okay. Like Jive. It's like Jai White. <laughs> Screenplay was written by Michael Jai White, Ryan Mintz, Scott Sanders, and also stars Michael Jai White, Arsenio Hall, Tommy Davidson, and many, many more. I left the names out because the cast list for this movie is pretty big. Anyways, it's currently, enormous. Yes, it's There's enormous. so many people, yeah. <laughs> Richard Nixon shows up. Anyways, currently as of this <laughs> podcast, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 83% for critics and 85% for the audience. Black Dynamite is the greatest African-American action star of the 1970s. When his only brother is killed by the man, it's up to him to find justice. Let's get into it. Barry, why don't you start us off here? So first of all, this film will make no sense to you if you don't understand what it is. <clears throat> you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch five seconds of it and be like, "What? <laughs> what is happening?" And the second thing you have to realize is this movie was made in 2009. Okay, yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> it's in 2009. So a little bit of background. It's basically a parody or kind of kind of a love letter, really, to the. Uh, what would be what we would call the black exploitation films of the 1970s, which is kind of like uh, this this upwell of of black cinema where there was just a lot of exploitation films. Like it started with I think Shaft, probably Shaft, I'll say, and other movies like dozens, maybe even hundreds of other small, super cheap movies that were just like pounded out week after week for no budget. <clears throat> with no time and frankly no talent <laughs> that were made and just pushed out because uh like the the African American community was like this kind of up and coming demographic and then people realized they could milk them for money. So <laughs> they would just turn out these movies over and over again and people would just go to see them. <clears throat> and they everything was done with five dollars, some duct tape <laughs> and a hair comb. You know. <laughs> Where the where the first take was the take, and then you just move on. <laughs> it's like, yep, good enough. Yeah, good enough. Move on. And oh, it's it's just it's a great, it's it's really great because it's a parody. But you can also tell everybody loves these old movies. Everybody that's working on this movie has, has loves the old black exploitation movies like Shaft and all those ones. I've not personally seen anything. I'm not even sure if I've seen Shaft. <laughs> We can fix that. <laughs> we can fix that. And then we can all watch it. <laughs> yeah. But the performances are wonderful. Uh, Michael Jai White is actually a pretty great martial artist. He's insanely good. He's an insanely good martial artist, which Holy is great hell. compared to some of the other martial arts in the film. <laughs> so you yeah. have him like throw like this like textbook spinning back kick. And then like 
like his friends come up and they just like like karate chop each other <laughs> with terrible form <laughs> with absolute oh it's like deliberately terrible it's wonderful it makes it so much better it makes it great and then there's like sex and drugs and guns and boobs what more could you want out of a movie and children on drugs <laughs> and children on drugs <laughs> Orcas and drugs. So bad. <laughs> it's, yeah. oh, oh. it's a wonderful film. I, I, I'm gonna say it's not for everyone. It's so weird. Yeah. And if you don't understand what the movie is, it's really, really <laughs> off-putting. Immediately. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not talking like a couple scenes in. I'm talking like minute one, second one, frame one. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? <laughs> You're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what what <laughs> did I get? Dynamite! <laughs> oh, and the music, the score, fantastic. It's wonderful, yeah. It's just fantastic. narrating what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like this incredible funk. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, exactly what's happening on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. What do you think, Isaiah? Oh, man. <laughs> just even thinking about this movie just makes me laugh. Like, this probably has to be my favorite parody film of all time. I don't know how I stumbled across this movie, but I think I was, like, in, man, middle school, early high school. And I just thought this movie was the funniest thing ever. And it's just so ridiculous. All Everything is done so over the top, like deliberately ridiculous. And it's so wonderful and so funny because of it. And Michael Jai White, he's, he's so talented because not only did he help produce this film, he was also a writer and he was the main actor and fight choreographer. So he wore a lot of hats on this film, and it was pretty much just him being like, hey, I have this really stupid idea (laughs) that I want to make, and then he got his director friend from a previous film to be like, hey, I think we can get money for this, and they just made it, and that is how this film came to be. So I can imagine the pitch, hey, we need to make this movie, we only need like 20 bucks to win. (laughs) 20 bucks and like... Two six packs and we're good to go. <laughs> I don't know this. This is kind of what helped me garner a lot more respect for Michael Jai White and like all of his other movies. And also the spinoff TV show is incredible as well. Wait, Barry, was this your first time watching Black yeah. Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like I knew a little bit about the movie mm-hmm. going into it, and I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> wow better than i expected (laughs) oh this was a tv series they made a spinoff tv series i need to watch that my god yeah it's like it's animated it's two seasons long i think but i've watched that whole tv series two three times through (laughs) yeah i i love it it it's like it's kind of in a similar vein to boondocks as well in terms of the humor Fairly politically incorrect, but also making very poignant statements about racism and <laughs> modern society. So it's interesting. But yeah, Sam, what did what did you think? Yeah, I, I love this movie a lot. It's kind of sad that 
you know, we can't make movies like this uh, as much I, anymore. I think we can. I, I think I we think, can. I, I think, think probably. We can. I'm not talking about like Tropic Thunder, all those kind of movies <laughs> where like you know you toe the line with being politically incorrect yeah, and whatnot, yeah. risk offending people. This is generally speaking. Yeah, it's kind of hard too because like even talking about these movies a little bit risky because you know we're doing a podcast right now, we're trying to be monetized and. You know, talk about the wrong movie or the wrong subject. Bam, you're demonetized, right? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a sad world we live in. But yeah, it's not gonna stop us. But um, yeah, I think it's great. And the main thing that I love about this movie is, again, I have no reference to the older films. Um, I haven't watched Shaft. I haven't watched any of those types of movies. But just like how intentionally crappy everything is. There's so many scenes. Uh, there's one where he, he picks up a call. He picks up a phone, a wired one. And then he ends the call. And he's trying to put it back. But he's looking at the camera or the <laughs> angle. And he can't find it. So he just like spends a minute trying to put it back. Yeah. <laughs> fumbling around. I know that's intentional. But like, that's so funny. Another part that stuck out to me was when he goes into uh, the Black Power Den. Oh, yeah. And there's a... There's an actor there who's reading everything off of the script, including the emotions that's supposed to be in the dialogue. He's like, sarcastic. That's right. <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Or, he, like, the action as well. And he turns around to face him. You know, I don't know the exact words, but I was like, man, you're really bad. <laughs> like, you nailed it. The really bad actor, like, various a lack of talent, too. Like, that's shown in there. And then... um there's another scene where uh, Bulldog, is it Bullhorn? Yeah, Bullhorn. Bullhorn. He always talks in rhymes. And there's a scene where he's fighting someone and then he slaps him. Instead. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he gets angry. He's like, he's like oh. <laughs> and he stands up. They cut away immediately. And they cut back to him and he's punching a different guy who's really <laughs> yeah. smaller. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, if you can break this movie down scene by scene, um, there's like, there's a parody in there's so or like something, many good moments. Yeah, there's so many moments where it's intentionally crappy and it's, it's a parody as well of what those movies were like, but done in a loving way. And I, I like how little time it wastes. It's two hours, not, it's 90 minutes long. And it so much happens in the first like 15 minutes. You know, it progresses the story so quickly. There's action, there's, there's boobs, you know, there's all that kind of stuff happening. And then on top of that is how ridiculous the story is. So, like, this is the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. Where <laughs> I don't Gotta know if I want to spoil it or not. Yeah, yeah. Take down the man. Or, like, that scene in the diner where you're talking about uh, Roman and Greek mythology. And everyone knows what they're talking about. Like, so they can move the story along. Like, oh, it goes on for so long. Yeah, and it's like an old grandma <laughs> talking. Like, and like, then Black Dynamite's like, just like, move on, move on. Yeah. It's like 15 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. And then they go to Kung Fu Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, woman, how many times have I told you not to interrupt me during my Kung Fu? <laughs> Did you notice the stock stock footage they used from like seventies exploitation movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's great. Also, like they reuse the explosion scene of the car <laughs> crashing down, right? Yeah. They use that at least twice. And then I love how the car explodes before it falls down. Yeah, before it falls <laughs> yeah. <to> the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's like, if if you want to like a so bad, it's so good, but intentionally done so. This movie is, I like, think, this is the, the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, this is a really good yeah. example. Um, <laughs> I can't really think of anything else other than maybe Tropic Thunder, but even then, I wouldn't argue they that's went like, the route of so bad. That's it's such, just so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's so polished. Yeah, this one is just so bad, but intentionally bad. Um, it's it's Hyoka, yeah. you know the uh, the the uh, oh the horror film. The horror film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that is this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I can only say that this movie I watched it when I was in college, I believe, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is so crazy." And then I watched it again; it still holds up. It's it's really yeah funny movie the the jankiness is well done i can't say the movie itself is polished but like the way they they could have made it polished if they wanted to i'm assuming but like even yeah. if they couldn't they're the lack of budget they had or they must have had it's a regardless it's a, or not it's a beautifully polished herd yeah yeah exactly yeah. they use their polished weakness as a strength polished to yeah. a glean i don't think anyone else can can do this with this kind of movie it's just genius yeah, so I guess we should start from the beginning. That, <laughs> that opening bit where his brother dies, uh-huh. I just loved that dialogue. Where he's delivering, delivering it like Shakespeare. Listen up, you jive turkeys. <laughs> it was so great. I ain't no and, snitch. <laughs> yeah, and he's delivering it like Shakespeare. Yeah. And it's completely deliberate because apparently a lot of actors um, that they that they hired for these black exploitation films way back when where it came from Shakespeare. <laughs> really? They were like Shakespearean theater. Yeah, they were Shakespearean theater and they, then uh-huh. they just got like Cousin Eddie from, from off the streets next to him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah pretty much. Like, oh, God. <laughs> it's just so wonderfully uneven and weird and then they just dive straight in. They just dive straight in. And then the plot just meanders wherever the hell it pleases for, for Honestly. Seven, like 84 minutes or whatever. The, hell <laughs> the majority of the plot just goes wherever the hell it wants. Kung Fu Island, the White House, he yeah. fights Richard Nixon, uh, presumably makes out with his wife at the end. They don't, they don't film that part, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> we just grab his light, like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, moving into frame so they yeah, can have yeah. the end scene. So they can have the the poster yeah. shot at the end. Uh, There's just wait, so it's many like Star Wars, right? With 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 Luke Skywalker holding up the gun and yeah, like, yeah, right. It's like kind of an homage to that, right? Yeah. Well, every every movie poster has that exact same shot. You're right. That's movies, true. Yeah. Where the lead is just like looking off off at a off angle into the middle mm-hmm. distance, pointing his gun, and women are at his feet. Like, God damn it. <laughs> literally at his feet. L- literally at his feet. That whole, like, it starts out as like a, as like a drug film, right? Like, they're trying to get smack yeah, off yeah. the streets. Or first he's trying to find his brother's murderer. And then he just walks into a, like a billiards parlor and just beats up a bunch of people. <laughs> just wrecks house with them. And then, and then it becomes a drug film. And then it becomes like about giving black people small penises. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he chooses to die instead of having yeah. small penises. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Just Jesus like, oh. Christ. <laughs> like, Do you want to live? 
did you shoot him? <laughs> the movie is just so ridiculous, and the story is so nonsensical, but, like, that makes it amazing, you know? Oh, it's great. At least to such funny moments, like when he's shaking that little kid, and he's like, I will suck the smack out of you. <laughs> just shaking it. Oh, and that, he's like that, vigorously shaking this yeah, high child. The drug orphan scene is the best, man. And the, and the little guy is trying to pimp girls off so he could get money to buy more drugs. Oh, my God. Or or like the the pimp meeting. Oh, the pimp meeting? The pimp He's like, but, but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs, I sell to, the drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, just Black Dynamite's character is so good, and Michael Jai White's portrayal is fantastic. Like, his complete inability to show, like, compassion. <laughs> or like or like have any sort of like non-serious moment <laughs> like the scene in yeah. the park where they're trying to like pretend like they're a couple or something yeah it's just like, like Ugh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and the children come up to them <laughs> I really like the part where they're kind of making fun of Bond where they give him a literal license to kill you know, I, I know oh, the yeah. joke's been done a lot, but like, you know, like James I, I Bond. Kind of funny. Yeah, James Bond. I've reinstated your license, your license to kill. To kill. <laughs> it's just a, it says license to kill. Yeah. <laughs> Top secret. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My God. The martial arts are the most funny thing to me in this movie, though. Like, yeah. Every, every martial arts scene is so funny because. <laughs> the kung fu scene. <laughs> Um, like it's so it's so uneven because Michael Jai White is like a black belt in like a, a couple different disciplines. He's like in three or four martial arts, yeah. Yeah, so he's throwing real real shit out there. <laughs> and that scene you mentioned in the billiard parlor where like he slaps the guy, it's it's like a little little making fun of like in scenes where you're like working with a bunch of stunt extras and you accidentally hit the guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like actually punching. He's like, what the fuck. <laughs> Uh, it hap- it happens a lot, and then oh man, it's funny when it when it makes a cut like that. It was so good, but like how uneven the martial arts are in this film. Every time he fights anyone, and like there's like five guys that have no idea what they're doing, and then there's a, there's a like there's always one one guy that will mysteriously be really good at <laughs> martial arts, and he just shows up. And you're like Jesus, or uh, what was the scene where all of like. All of like the prostitutes, yeah, are fighting, like, posing as waiters, and they're yeah. just like walking oh, around, yeah, waving yeah. their arms around with chopping sounds behind it. Yeah, they're the just like running yeah. across screen chopping, yeah. and then one of them just throws a spinning back kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, what? <laughs> what? The-? <laughs> yeah, like a per- like a picture picture perfect like hooking spinning back kick, and you are like, damn, they found one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Do you think it's easier for them to just, like, tell a stunt double to pretend to be bad or to just find a bunch of bad people? Hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's easy to find a bunch of bad people. Yeah. What makes it funny is finding a bunch of bad people and, like, one or two that really know what they're doing. You were, like, and just, really good. And just highlight the fact that no one else does. Yeah. <laughs> it's so uh, much fun. I, like, I love the scene where it's, like, him versus, like, five dudes inside of his house. 
and he's just beating the absolute crap out of them. <laughs> oh, like like the little sparring scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's like a spar, and then like he stops on the guy's head. You're like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> he's going like full force Bruce Lee level. Like yeah. he's like, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Why would he come back? <laughs> All of the kung fu stuff is just top-notch hilarity, like the classic <laughs> complete misunderstanding of kung fu and like martial arts. Yeah, and how every every single like punch is shown like with their backs to the camera, so they don't have to show them connecting, or like kicks that like five feet away from the guy's face, and he just goes <laughs> yeah. flying backwards. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And uh <laughs> oh god. At like that the whole the whole Kung Fu Island bit is absolutely great. <laughs> oh my god. Every single part <laughs> yeah. of the Kung Fu Island bit. Dude, like when, when he's like working on getting all the stuff so he can leave and his aide is just standing there and he's like, What the hell are you doing? Go go stop him. You know, he's just standing there. <laughs> or like yeah, what are you doing? Or like the part where he throws the boomerang or the boomerang comes out and oh chops his arm God. off and it's like, ah, I threw that before I came in the room. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So hype for it too. Oh, man. Oh, that, that part was a deliberate mistake because he drops his accent there. It's just, he's, he's rushes into the room and then turns around and is like, dude, you missed your mark. Leave the room. You're supposed to be keeping track of him. Because <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yeah, talk with the accent there. He doesn't right? have the yeah. Asian accent okay, there. Okay. It's funny to pick mm-hmm. apart, like where they're making the movie and then when where they're making the satire, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It's like and, satire's everywhere, though. <laughs> That's why it's great. And like his ninja star, where he throws it ninety degrees off to the other side <laughs> instead of straight <laughs> at him. <laughs> what the fuck? It would clearly be more effective just to throw it at him. <laughs> like how? I like how everyone just died. <laughs> Bullhorn, no. Yeah, they they all die at the end. It's like a classic. Yeah, uh, classic from these movies. It's just like the whole crew just dies, just to up the stakes for the final bit. And yeah. then he fights the president of the United States. <laughs> the president. He's like in the helicopter, and like, wait here, I'll be right back. <laughs> he jumps out, and then the helicopter just blows up, and he dies. Yeah, because <laughs> he should a rocket cream, launcher. Cream corn, cream corn just dies yeah. there. And oh like, yeah. Oh, okay. Goodbye, Cream Corn. He's like the, that's like the only name I remember besides Black Dynamite because his name is Cream Corn. <laughs> Bullhorn. That's the only Bullhorn, other name. Bullhorn, Cream Corn. Uh, oh, what's the... Uh, yeah, I, why do I not remember anyone's names? Is, it, is his brother named Jimmy? Maybe. I want to say so. He was only in the movie for five, for like one glorious scene and then he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just O'Leary? Was that the detective's name? I don't know. Yeah, it's the like de- these de- detective generic O'Leary. names. I definitely remember Black Dynamite, dude. Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> it's definitely, like, the movie is constructed deliberately, like, like they had a movie plan and then realized they were, like, a good 40 minutes short of a full runtime. And they're like, okay, what... Uh, let's have him fight a bunch of bo- dudes on Kung Fu Island. Great. Let's just Great. Okay. let's just send him to Kung Fu Island. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's have him fight the president. Genius. And they're like, shit, we're still twenty minutes short. Okay, we're, he's gonna fight the president. Dude, I want to make a movie like this. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Jimmy. Yeah. And then there's also Jimmy, Honeybee. Okay. Oh yeah, Honeybee, Honeybee. the head hoe. Donut man. 
Oh, the donut, the donut man. That seems ridiculous. Oh, oh chocolate giddy oh, I forgot about that. I f- like that donut scene is so great. Where he just yeah. shoots the guy in the donut suit. It is like that so comical ridiculous. wobble before he falls down. And then and he uh, rolls him out as cover. Yeah. As oh cover, and like he, they have the fake arms in there because it's obviously you can't have a real person there. It's just so jarring. Just roll with it. Literally rolling with it. He yeah. rolls him out Literally. and uses him as cover. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like, how did you know? Donuts don't wear, uh, was it alligator skins? Gators. Gators, sorry, gators. Yeah. I was like, how does that logic even work? Just think about the diner scene, Sam. <laughs> yeah. All the costume work is so great in this movie, too. There's so much care put into the level of cheese that's draped over everyone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Especially Black Dynamite. He's literally just Shaft, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's literally Shaft. <laughs> Having not even seen the movie, I can tell you, he's literally just Shaft. Where, uh, one thing, though, I'm speaking of Shaft, there's a new Shaft movie coming out where it's like three generations of Shaft. You got Samuel Jackson, and then his his daddy. I don't know if he's the original actor or not. Was there a, origi- a Shaft before Samuel Jackson? I have no idea. I've not seen any of the films. I haven't seen any. Okay. Either. Anyways, yeah, you got Samuel Jackson as Shaft, and then his his daddy, and then his son. Three generations of Shaft in one movie. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to watch this movie. Probably not going to be that great, but <laughs> got me sold. Also, I remember this one line in Shaft because I saw a commercial or a trailer. It's like, it's my duty to please that booty. (laughs) (laughs) That sums it up, I think. The original Shaft was Richard Roundtree. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Richard Roundtree. I just say Samuel Jackson because, you know, he's the most recent one. Because he's cool. He's cool. He's he's a cool guy. (laughs) He watched his hentai. (laughs) <laughs> what yeah Samuel Jackson yeah there's a, like a meme of him it's like do you watch anime it's like yes hentai even the hentai do- yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's right he's he's a big fan of anime uh, he doesn't I'm sure he doesn't watch a lot he's not a, he's not a weeb but uh, yeah, he, he, weeb. he had a he had an anime made for himself specifically uh, Afro Samurai yeah Wait, Afro Samurai that's legit based off of him it, yeah, like no I think he, I think he wrote it. Mm. Yeah, star Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Wait, what? That blows my freaking mind, dude. He and made he, it, dude. He made an anime. Once you made an anime, you can he say he plays you made the character it. too. It was made for him, as far as I know. Huh. Like literally, they wrote they wrote it for him. So I mean, we could do that next if you want. Afro <laughs> Samurai. I mean, okay, it'd be interesting. Yeah. It was something I considered watching. Wait, was it? Is it a movie or a series? It's a, it's a series. series. Only five it's, hours. Uh, I don't. I've seen it. Yeah, but it's pretty yeah, short. It's, it's five. It's, it's fairly short. Five episodes. Okay. Yeah. I can do five episodes. We'll we'll think about it. We'll think yeah, about it. We could do Boondocks too. You know, like <laughs> Boondocks, Boondocks is not five episodes. Boondocks is yeah. like spans nine years. <laughs> it, there's a lot going on there. I didn't realize the Black Dynamite TV show it was like 2011 to 2012 for season one, and then season two was 2014 to 2015. So it's, it was out for quite a while. Yeah, it was on. It was on for a minute. Um, Afro Samurai. I think Afro Samurai might be getting 
a new season or like another remake or something like that. I don't know. It was it was a weird weird show. That's all I can say. There's there's a lot to unpack in there, but it's an it was an very interesting role for Samuel L. Jackson. That's all I can say. I'm sure he I'm sure he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If we watch Afro Samurai, does that mean we have to watch Samurai Jack next? <laughs> <laughs> Is is this where we're going? Samurai I mean, if you, if you shampoo. Wanna, if you want to, and then we have to watch the last samurai after yeah. that. <laughs> uh, if, if you really want to pivot, we could do that. We could go Afro Samurai. We can watch like uh, the last samurai, and then we could pivot into real movies. We can pivot into like Kurosawa, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a fun pivot. That would be interesting. Yeah. There's some there's some homages to Kurosawa and Afro Afro Samurai. Right. Yojinbo. <laughs> Yojinbo. Oh man, the afros. The number of afros in this movie. Can you dig it? I can dig <laughs> it. Can you dig it? I there's, dig it. There's so much hair. There's so much hair. It's incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. Maybe it's because uh, Samuel L. Jackson is, is bald. So they're like, we're going to give, give him, him a full head of hair. Yeah, this is what I wanted. Get an afro in uh, Pulp Fiction? A small yeah. one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Back when he was a lo- young, strapping lad. Mm-hmm. Man, he's he's getting on. How old is he now? Like seventy? Oh, seventy? Seventy? No, I no think way. So. He looks great for seventy. Then, man, I'm gonna have to look it up. But he's he's getting on. Oh, he is seventy. Yeah, he's seventy. Oh my god, he looks like he's like forty. Born or 50. December twenty first, nineteen forty eight. He was born in forty eight. Wow. Wow. He is, he is probably, he's perhaps the most prolific actor I can think of. Like, he has been in so many movies. It's incredible. It's yeah. actually incredible. He's working hard. Worked hard. Gotta get paid. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be in a movie called Blazing Samurai in 2021. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my super soup? <laughs> Where's my super soup? Oh okay. my gosh! <laughs> Should probably wrap it up there. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're we're getting a little loopy. Yeah, we're getting uh, a little loopy. I don't know what else I'm to say besides like It's like we're on that smack. We have our last closing thoughts because I think there's there's a even though this episode was short and it seems like we have we had little to say there's just actually too much to go over for this movie like we could break down yeah, it yeah. scene by scene and each scene would you know have something a lot of conversations a lot of memories <laughs> how, how funny it is all right i'll start yeah. out then well it's it's a very funny movie obviously a very good parody and if you go into this movie remember that Everything is deliberately crappy, okay? <laughs> Everything. There's a couple times, like, the boom falls into frame. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. When I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Everything's, everything's very deliberate. It's, and, as, and as goofy and dumb as it is, it's all very lovingly done. Everyone clearly has some respect for these old movies that were made with no money, no time, and no talent. <laughs> But they made him anyway. But they just did <clears throat> just it. Just cranked him out. They just did it. A lot of fun. I don't know if there's anything else but humor because it's so it's so goofy. There's no 
like emotional core or anything like that, but it doesn't matter because it's not that kind of movie. So I'm going to give, man, I'm going to give Black Dynamite seven Suicide Squads. Oh, okay. How about you, Isaiah? (laughs) I personally love this film. (laughs) Uh, It's something that like, man, I think I've seen it four times now. And it just keeps getting better and better. There's so many little things and small moments that, I don't know, it gets funnier. And there's a lot of things you miss after your first few viewings that you kind of pick up on later on that just make the film so much better and it just elevates it. Yeah, this is a tricky film, I guess, to recommend to people because (laughs) some people might get really offended (laughs) by the content of this film, but (laughs) it's very much like lovingly made. People aren't super up in arms because Hitler incorrect or Tarantino incorrectly portrayed Hitler, right? <laughs> so yeah, and Jojo Rabbit should be amazing. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm actually so hyped for that. I'm, I'm very excited for it's, that. It's apparently been winning some awards too. Yeah. Nice. It's coming out in October, so that'll be lit. That and uh, Joker, which I'm oh, still hyped for. Yes. It's doing very well on the festival circuit. I I don't trust the festival circuit. It's it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's like, you know, too... It could be too pretentious, then you get a really good award or... Yeah. But yeah. Some some films drink, you know, way too much of the Kool-Aid and it's just not entertaining. I hope that's not the case for this one. Wait, if we do Joker, wait, we have to do her. (laughs) You guys have to see her. I I love that movie. Okay. okay. Do you do you not agree with uh, uh, Joe Kane and uh, Scarlett? <laughs> Joe Kane, the Joaquin Phoenix. Joe Kane, good old Joe Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Black Dynamite, amazing movie. Highly recommend. Wouldn't necessarily recommend it to everyone, but uh, I think if you like movies of this similar vein, I think you'll very, very much enjoy this film. Sam. Oh, my, oh, what was your score? My rating. Um, I'll give this movie an eight and a half. I really, really like this film. What do you think, Sam? What are your thoughts? My thoughts. You know, you guys covered it. It's really funny. It's really uh, they nail the feeling, the tone, the sounds, everything. Everything is intentionally bad. The main thing that sticks out to me is, uh, like, how in the world do they make a movie that's so bad? but they nail it like it's intentionally bad <laughs> and they completely nailed it they like like you guys said it i think you, they took a turd and polished it as much as possible till it was like those japanese balls were super shiny and it looks awesome mm-hmm. that's what they did with it <laughs> and i can't really think of a lot of movies that fall into this this category but yeah i think black dynamite on second booing uh, it goes into like this level of movies that I hold personally in my heart where I'm just like, these are the top tier movies for me uh, in terms of rewatchability and quotability. Yeah. And this, I don't call movies a lot, but like if I think the dialogue is great, I just, it just sticks in my head. Right. So like Nacho Libre is one of them. You got Napoleon Dynamite. You got Rush Hour. <laughs> oh, Rush Hour. Yeah. Rush Hour. <laughs> and then Black movies. Dynamite is added into it. Yeah. Black Dynamite, it's just, you can quote any line of dialogue. It's super hilarious when it brings to mind 
what happens in the movie and like just talking to you guys about it like they'll just bring up all these memories and it's just awesome like not natural Ray and Napoleon Dynamite Rush Hour uh, Black Dynamite I may add in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure to that level uh, I don't think it's quite there yet but We'll see. Time can tell. Time, time will tell for me. But yeah, no, I, no love you know, for Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Oh, okay. I, it's been a while since I watched that movie. Gary Oldman, man. Gary Oldman. Um, it's Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's yeah. best role, by the way. Yes. Um, I think that that film is so great that it borders on parodying itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? We can watch uh, one of that too. I guess. But yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine because I think it did something that is almost impossible, which is to make something bad and good at the same time. That takes a lot of skill. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah, that again, that doesn't mean I like. I think the movie's perfect, or um, like if I just talk about like Barry said, I don't think there's anything other than humor to get out of it. Um, but yeah. There we have it. Anything else to add on? Nah, man. <coughs> you good. <laughs> Stick it to the man. All right, I'm gonna get a job. Stick it to the man. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get our show then. Uh, this has been episode 18 of the Pointy Hatcast on Black Dynamite. Thank you for listening in. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Once again, that email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for dropping by. We really do appreciate it. Catch you guys next time. Thanks for swinging by, you jive suckers. Stay pointy. (laughs) Stay pointy. Stay pointy. (laughs)